Hello, once again, it's great to be able to, for you to be able to join in the second session of uh, Truth Matters. Uh, last week we dealt with the question, is Jesus God? We considered that and uh, I want to revisit that same passage of scripture and uh, bring out a couple points that I did not have time to deal with last week. Uh, we were in John 1, in verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and God was the Word. Those verbs in verse number 1, in the Greek language, they're just small two-letter words, the word Ada knew, produced uh, uh, Ain. And uh, in verse number six, of course, the verse number one is talking about Jesus. So the word Ain is used. The word Ain means existence without origin. Jesus is eternal. He never had a beginning. He never originated. He has always been existence. Then in verse number six, there's another man referred to, and his name is John. And the word was in verse number six is an entirely different word. Huge difference between John and Jesus or Jesus and any man Man has a beginning. Thus, the word agoneto is used, entirely different word when referring to the uh, existence of man. Jesus never had an existence. John had a beginning. His existence with origin. All other men are existence with origin. The word agoneto has as its root the word genomai, genomai. And if you will look at verse number three, I'll read that one. All things were made by him, and without him was, agoneto, was, without him was not anything made that was made. That's the same word, coming from genomai, which shows, which means to come into existence, carefully guarded, came into existence. Jesus never came into existence. That's the reason for the use of the different verb. All things were made by him. Genomai came into existence or to be created. Jesus is not, he is not a created being. Therefore, God guards this by using the word ain instead of the word genomai, which shows it to come into existence or to be created. And last week I noted that there are those that say that Jesus was a created being, but that differs, differs with God. God said he did not. Some men say he did. But I'm going to go with God. I'm going to go with thus saith the scripture. 
Now, if we turn back to Isaiah 9, 6, I'll just quote the part of the verse that I want to use this afternoon. In the book of Isaiah chapter 9 and verse number 6, the scripture says, For unto us a child is born. The child is born. Unto us a son is given. Given. Now there's a huge difference between being born and being given. The son was born. The son, uh, pardon me, the child was born. The child had a beginning, but the son did not, the son was not born. The son existed prior to his birth. Thus, Isaiah is careful again in guarding the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ. For unto us a child is born. Now, I remember Joseph when he was in the dilemma there of what to do with Mary when it was obvious that she was with child. And he was thinking about putting her away privately. But then God spoke to him through the angel and said to, uh, not, to, not to fear that that which was conceived in her was conceived of the Holy Ghost. Conception, again, has to do with beginning. The beginning of the man, Jesus, the beginning began with conception in the womb of Mary. That was the beginning of the man, Christ Jesus. That was the beginning of the child. So for unto us a child is born, but not, not the son. The son was given. The son was given through the birth of the child, the Lord Jesus Christ. And there in the Gospel of John, chapter number 1 and verse number 14 says, And the word was made flesh. How did he become flesh? He became flesh or incarnate in flesh through the virgin birth, the conception of the man-child, which the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, said the apostle, and we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So again, in considering who is Jesus, the scripture very clearly makes it known that Jesus is God. He never had a beginning. The beginning was the man in whom God became incarnate in the person of Jesus Christ. So as we continue with these lessons, I trust that you'll follow carefully along with us so that when you're asked the question, who is Jesus, then you'll be able to open the scripture and from the scripture show clearly that Jesus is God. Thank you for joining us again for another session. And I trust that we'll have several more to come in answering the question, who is Jesus?